What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another Slab Stock Sundays episode here on the Slab Stocks YouTube channel while we look at the PWCC weekly auction. Back again for episode number 70, and today is another special episode. Uh, last time we had a guest on the episode, it was Shane from Indianapolis. We talked about Andy, the shop owner of uh, IndyCar Exchange uh, over in Indianapolis, and he is going to be joining today's show, and I'm extremely excited about this. Andy is one of the best people in the hobby. I don't know if anyone's been had a chance to get to IndyCar Exchange. It seems like Daniel has because he says Andy and IndyCar Exchange over your LCS, which all LCSs are good, but I got to say Andy's is definitely one of the best out there. So I'm extremely excited to be bringing him in here very soon uh, to talk with him about owning a car shop, a couple different things that he's got going on tonight here on the PWCC Weekly Auction and some events coming up in the near future, plus some just general sports talk. So I'm excited about that. Uh, but Nate, how are we doing uh, this fine weekend? Good. It's been a warm, warm weekend here in Spokane. Hit hit 91 the other day, 85 today. Supposed to have storms today, no storms, so that's a disappointment. But otherwise, we're doing well. I know how much you like your thunderstorms. I do. <laughs> All right, um, I'm, I'm going to bring Andy in here, and I uh, actually just saw my VCon this this past weekend. So, Andy, welcome to the Slab Stock Sunday Show, my man. Can he hear us? Can you hear us? Is he frozen? He looks a little frozen right now. He seems wildly frozen. He looks super frozen. Well, uh, we'll see if that gets it sorted out. But I did see Andy of Econ this weekend. He was there on just oh, oh. there he is. Andy, we good? Here we go. Yeah, we're good. I don't can you hear me all right? Yeah, we yeah. can hear you all good. I don't I don't know why that's doing that. I'm right next to my router and everything, and it keeps telling me I have unstable internet. So that's not what I want to hear. Classic. <laughs> Let's uh, let's try a different spot real quick. Sorry guys, I'm gonna get even closer than I can. Why give me one sec? I'll turn some lights on. <laughs> you're you're all good, Andy. We're moving to the kitchen. Here we go. Here we go. How's that? Good, Andy. Uh, tell me how how's your weekend going so far? Doing great, guys. How about you? Just good. Uh, enjoying life. Had a lot of family things going on this weekend, and uh, yeah, just being a dad most of the time on the weekends. It's great. Good, good. Go. Love to hear it. All right, Andy, give us a quick intro. Who are you? What do you do? And uh, tell us what you collect. So I am the owner of IndyCard Exchange. Um, have been an owner of this shop now for 11 years and loved every second of it since day one. Had the opportunity to buy it back in 2012 and uh, capitalize on the Andrew Luck opportunity here in Indianapolis. So uh, May of 2012 was the time I purchased it. So it's about our 11-year anniversary as we speak now. So um wow. It's going great. I feel blessed every day I walk into that shop. One of those people that can't ever complain about his job, that's for sure. And um, yeah, I've been collecting my whole life. I'm 44 now and I've been collecting since I was 10 years old and uh, featured one of the highlight auctions uh, with you tonight because it brings a nice little sentimental attachment to me. So I'm pretty excited to talk about it. But yeah. uh, I'm really pumped. Thank you for having me on and love you guys and everything you guys do and uh, excited to be able to be a part of it. No doubt. Same to you, Andy. And uh, I, I'm pumped for tonight's episode. So let's just jump right into it. And uh, is the title of the stream? I know this wasn't on the uh, question <laughs> sent over to you, but I know you're Jordan, guys. So tell me, Jordan LeBron, who's the GOAT right now? Oh, man. If you guys know me, you know the answer is very, very clear. That's all I can say. Uh, Jordan's the GOAT. No question about it. I, I had to tell you, my wife gave me some props uh, the other night. She sent me this little text gif and said, uh, in a nutshell, it said, if you want if you want uh, championships, go find Bill Russell. If you want statistics, go find LeBron James. If you want good dunking ability, go find Dr. J, Vince Carter. 
or Dominique Wilkins. If you want competitiveness, go find Kobe um, and so on and so forth. It's all these different. If you want defensive prowess, go find Gary Payton. It said, if you want all of these in one ultimate player, no, look no further than Michael Jordan. So that alone just kind of convinced me. It was kind of fun to hear that one. And uh, got to give my wife props for sending me that one. I love it. I agree with you too. I agree with you. Obviously, uh, Western Conference Finals is going right now. Uh, 3-0 Denver now. I don't see any way that the Lakers can come back in that series at this point, obviously. Right. Um, but we'll see what happens. All right, Andy, I know you got some things selling tonight, so why don't you tell the people yeah. uh, about a couple of these cards I had. You point out five, you know, maybe just a little bit about each card because honestly, sure. you sent these over. I was like, Andy, what the heck are these? <laughs> I, I was like, I was ready to see like, a, I don't know, like a Trey Lance patch auto in here. <laughs> Well, I got to have fun with this stuff. So, you know, being a shop owner, I buy collections all the time. And this is just kind of a fun joke, but this is the first auction listed when you pull up the PWCC weekly listing. So I thought it was kind of fun to be able to say, if you go search on the PWCC weeklies, this old judge card is the first card at the top of the list because it's from 1880 something or whatever. See that? Sure enough, there it is. <laughs> so I figured it was kind of a fun thing. I bought a random, random um, vintage collection in the last couple months, and it had a whole bunch of pre-war. Oh, oh. I was going to say pre-war what? And <laughs> you tell me. I mean, this is, this is pre-pre-war. No, I know. Barely post-war Civil War. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, oh, yeah. there we go. He's back. All right. It's pre-war, Andy. I'm really sorry, guys. I don't know no. why this keeps popping out on you guys. but You're uh, all good. Yeah. It only takes about 10 seconds to reload, so no worries. Um, but, yeah, so I've been buying a bunch of pre-war and thought it would be a good timing to sell some stuff on PWCC. And these cards have done really well. I had some Gaudis on this listing. I had the old Judge card, about five or six T206s, all SGC and PSA graded. And uh, they all closed tonight. So we'll see what kind of luck I get tonight so on closing those. Tell me when you're buying a collection like this. And this would be good for the viewers to know. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a PSA 5. They point out the Gaudi. Uh, yep. I don't even know who this is. But, but when you're buying these <laughs> collections – when you're buying these collections, there's obviously a lot of talk going around with the whole trimming stuff, this and that. Like, how nervous yeah. are you buying, like, pre-war and, like, um, even post-war some of the cards uh, because when they're non-graded, not knowing the origins of them? Non-graded is a little bit more testy. We don't get as much pre-war in the shop, honestly, but I know enough to be dangerous, and we have a lot of, like, common pre-war cards that kind of kick around the shop. So if I have any sense of uh, suspicion that these cards have been tampered with. I always size them up to make sure, because that's the best way I give advice. Looks like the, the connection's really... We got really. this. Also, real quick, Mickey Cochran, Hall of Famer. Who knew? I didn't even know who it was. Me neither. Yeah. I Am I back now? Yeah, you're back. Yep, you're good. I don't know why it's happening. I have five bars on my phone. I'm full Wi-Fi. Sounded like Nate last Friday. Nate, Nate knows the pain. Murphy's Law is I, kicking in while I'm live right now, so I apologize, yep. guys. Oh, good. Okay. Um, if I kick out again, I'll just keep talking right when I know I'm back on. So, Do it. Uh, but uh, let's see. What was I saying about the pre-war stuff? And we'll. Oh, my advice to collectors: like, if you're looking at vintage cards, a lot of times take a common card that you know has not been tampered with, right? That's just in an average grade condition and usually take a good card of, of a better player and size that up, you know, size it up left to right, size it up top to bottom, make sure it's not any sort of diamond cut or miscut or anything like that. And you can really have a good feeling that those cards are in its original form and have not been tampered with in any way, shape or form. So that's what we do with a lot of the pre-war vintage kind of stuff. 
Interesting. Got you. I appreciate you sharing that. Now this next yeah. card, I'm glad you included it. And I, you got selling. It seems like fantastic timing because this is actually Nate's uh, write up in the in the Daily Slab for tomorrow. He wrote about Luis Robert and how well he's playing in May. So you got fantastic timing. Tell us about your Robert selling. Nate, tell us about Robert and how oh, he's been doing. Yeah, I can do that. So yeah. I did a I did a little fan graph search this morning. You yeah. know, just see who's doing really well in May. I expected to see Ronald Acuna and all those guys, but uh, too much to my surprise, at the very top of the list was Luis Robert. And he wasn't the best hitter on the list. He was one of the best hitters, one of the top like three. Um, but when you combine that with his excellent defense, he's ninth in baseball and outs uh, outs above average on the se- on the full season. Um, or ninth, tied for fifth. There was nine nine guys. He was in the ninth spot, but he was tied for fifth. Uh, you can see how he would be, you know, one of the best players in the MLB in May. Yeah, Andy, I saying perfect timing with you selling this tonight. He's having a great, I, great run right now. I hope he continues the run. I had invested in a few Luis Roberts early on and didn't pan out as well as I had hoped. But if I sell this for over a thousand bucks, I at least make a tad bit of money and can move on with this one. But yeah, thankfully he's playing well. And uh, again, sometimes you have good timing. I've had a few of those good timing situations in PWCC, and I've also had a few bad timing situations as well. We've all we've all been through. <laughs> didn't, didn't Shane pull the super fractor, or someone pulled it, and Shane bought it? Uh, his heritage high number rookie. Yeah, yeah. One of our customers pulled the heritage high number, uh, uh, Luis Robert, and then Shane bought it. I think Shane still has it. It's a BGS eight point five. I'm pretty sure, and he's going to hang on to it for a little bit and see what happens. Got you. Yeah. Uh, Clyde Drexler, uh, PS nine. What room are we in now, Andy? So now we're in the living room. We are literally two feet away from the router. It's right behind me in that white cabinet, just so you know. So if I lose connection, it is not me. I promise. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> He's doing everything he can. He's sitting on the floor now. Everyone. I'm on the floor. Yeah, right down here on the floor, spread eagle with my phone mounted next to the fireplace mantle. I mean, I'm doing the best I can to keep this connection, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> Clyde Drexler, is he, uh, is he one of your favorites from the 80s? So no, this can, this story is more about the star company cards. And I really feel like there's an opportunity for a lot of people. And I want to give advice because again, I'm as transparent as it gets, but I think star company cards, even that are not Jordans right now from the 83 through 86 run, getting graded by PSA, getting eights, nines, which tens we know are impossible right now, but eights and nines, look at the, what this Clyde Drexler second year star company card in the nine is selling for. I mean, I couldn't have paid more than 20 bucks for it and just had it sitting in a, a binder full of 85 star cards. Cause I, I wanted the Jordan. The Jordan was in a complete set. I graded the Jordan have had that one tucked away in the PC for a while. And now that I knew PSA was grading more stuff at the 15 to $20 price point for bulk grading. Now it's worth going after for these kind of players. Cause I think this ends over probably five or 600 bucks in my opinion. And- Andy, there's never been a nine to sell. There's only three nines, none higher. No nines have sold, and eight sold for like, you know, one fifty last year. But obviously, the nines in these stars are just so much more valuable than the eights because there's so many more out there. There you go. There's so many more out there of of those. Um, I will look up his the last card for him. Then I'm gonna want to jump into some questions with him about other stuff other than cards. But he does have this Peacock Stephen Curry mode. Oh, sorry, Stephen Curry mosaic PSA ten ending. Uh, tonight and uh, Andy, this is from the, is this the first Peacock parallels that they made for Mosaic of this Curry? Uh, what year is it again? Twenty nineteen, I, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, this is the first Peacock. That's correct. Yep, this was because... a card that I was able to get from Panini 
as a replacement for a bunch of other cards that would never re be redeemed. So I'm such an insert parallel junkie, as you guys know, with my Jordan collection that I said, I'll take any cool parallels you guys have of Giannis Curry, um, you know, a couple other rookies. And thankfully they had this Peacock Curry available that equaled the value of what I had replaced. So I was pretty excited about that. Well, that's a, uh, that's a good replacement because it's doing quite well, well right <laughs> it now. It is. <laughs> um, for, you know, for a non-rookie, non-like gold, uh, 10 Curry, it's, it's got a nice price on it too. <laughs> it's, I mean, what's, I think it's a pop seven, right? There's only yeah, seven tens. It is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it goes for a little bit more and, Oh, it's a big win already just because it got a PSA 10 because I sent that in and got it graded myself. That's awesome. Love yeah. it. Uh, so I'm about to happy ask to know, real, go ahead, real quick. Happy to know that Panini didn't send you a card that was lower than, <laughs> lower than a 10. <laughs> I know, right? Once in a while it happens. We get blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. I was just going to say that. <laughs> um, I'm about to start asking Andy some questions right now. It looks like we got some fun viewers in the chat here. Uh, Hank, Tyler. Tyler's from Indianapolis area, I believe. DJ Quicksilva. Oh, Tyler. I mean, well, Tyler rips all the time at his shop, so I do know he is, in fact, from Indianapolis. Tyler's area. my guy. I think Tyler's watching from Germany right he, now, and it's like He just got back. He just, oh, he got, just back. got back. Okay, good. <laughs> um, and then SCP says, I'm a satisfied online customer of Andy's card shop. Well, there you go. I uh, love to hear that. And I'm going to ask Andy some questions. But if anyone else has questions as we go through this, feel free to throw them in the chat. I'll pull a couple up from you all, the audience, because I'm sure you all have got some good questions for him. But Andy, first question is, you know, when running a card shop, what is one of the biggest challenges that you face today post, you know, the big boom and market correction versus five years ago, like pre-boom when like, you know, you kind of had the same customer base and people are probably walking and walking out. You see that. I mean, not to say you don't yeah. have the same customer base today, but there's not just a bunch of new faces. You know, it's kind of like a, you know, a plateau to the hobby. Yeah. What's the, what's the yeah. biggest difference and stuff? Um, well, the number one biggest difference is now competing with allocations. You know, there's so many more people in the hobby because breakers didn't, breakers were just starting to become really popular five or six years ago. Right. I mean, they started in around 2012, right. When I bought the shop, but they weren't really taking over the marketplace until about five or six years ago. So right now, my biggest challenge is allocations with product. That, that makes sense. I got to say, you know, it makes sense to hear that. I'm sure you'll share more of that as he pops back in for oh, the yeah. stream. What's up, Nate? I said, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, he's I, back. Think, I, I think God's teaching me patience tonight, guys. I don't know what's going on. 100%. Um, so my point is, is we're, we're getting less product at higher prices. So thinner margins. So that, I mean, it's, we are adjusting on the fly right now, trying to make sure we can adjust to the times to compete with the online guys, to compete with other card shops, to make sure our customers who are dedicated to us and that we're dedicated to them are still getting the best prices and getting the product they're looking for. You know, like there's people that want to open sealed cases, couple cases. And sometimes we have to keep that so allocated. They only get a few boxes of that product. And I just feel bad because I'm all about the relationships and people that have. I'll uh, expand on what he's saying. You know, if Andy's allocation dwindles over the last five years, so does everyone that was expecting to rip with him in his shop over the last five years, you know, just kind of yeah. like a percentage game at that point. It's and, that's same... and that's happening everywhere. Yeah. You and know, there's you a know. lot of guys that, I mean, I knew guys from working at Brewtown. They didn't. They didn't go online. They didn't buy. They just came into the shop. They got what Brewtown had. They ripped it. They ripped it all. Yeah. And then they come back the next week. And if you cut those guys out, toast. Yeah, Andy, tell us about the allocation changes and for the customers what that does. 
yeah, it just disappoints them because they do want to buy from us. They want to buy from their local card shop. And when it comes to that, they have to find somewhere else. And, and it, it hurts me, obviously, from a business perspective, perspective but my, the relationships are what's more important to me in the first place. And I want to be able to keep those relationships strong for them to come back to us, for us to have that product. Because it hasn't been that problem for 12 or 11 years that I've had the shop. And it's really now creeping in more and more and more. You know, the fanatics take over with tops, you know, whatever's going to happen with Panini, we don't know yet. But, you know, there's just a lot of those type adjustments that we feel are challenges, but I'll make them opportunities in a way that I can that's going to benefit our customer base. Great. Um, Nick Knack has a great question here, and this actually relates very much to what, you know, you and I were at this past weekend at VCon. He yeah. goes, Andy, you know, what tips do you have for networking in the in the card space? Be kind. <laughs> that's, that's kind of a Gary Vism right there, but uh, just networking in this card space, you know, you're just, you're going to get all types, right? You're going to get people that are strictly about the money. You're going to get people that are strictly about the collecting side of things. Um, depending on how you're networking and what your end goal is, you know, you'll find resources, find people that are willing to give the advice, which is, which is me. You come into my shop and you ask for advice. I'm going to give it to you. Um, and then you'll be able to connect a lot of those dots because there's so many facets of this industry now that are different than it used to be. You know, the grading side, the investing side, the, um, the flipping game, you know, the online breaking game, like obviously the LCS. I mean, I just named like five facets of the industry and it used to only be one or two. So networking is huge now, making sure you're actually networking. I thought you might come back a little Wait it out. Wait it out. We got this. It's going to uh, roll in two seconds. There we go. He's back. Okay. He's back. Now, okay, here we go. Check this out, guys. I am with the cabinet open right <laughs> next to my router. And I can't be more frustrated. And I feel so bad for our viewers tonight. So we are just going to sit here in front of this router on the floor. And if it goes out, it's Xfinity's fault. So shame on you, Xfinity. We blame Xfinity. I, I feel like we're having a good conversation here, and I want to give some good advice to everybody, and I'm just really frustrated. So I apologize, guys. That's okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, the networking side. Make sure you are connecting with people that you trust. And that's my number one thing for people that want to, like, ask about who to network with. There are definitely some bad apples in this industry, and you can get the advice from people that are going to do it for themselves, not for you. And if you have an even inkling of a feeling like that, find somebody else that's going to give you the right advice and help you network with the right people in this hobby. There are so many good people in this hobby and you guys are two of them. So, you know, whatever he's asking about, these are the kind of people you want to connect with and you want to get the right advice from. Love it. And uh, this is a great question here from real, real music following up on, you know, kind of the whole pre-boom post-boom. Andy, do you still see most of the new pandemic customers? I'm a pandemic baby, but fell in love with the hobby. You know, what do you yeah. see it with that in the shop? Like, did you lose a lot of people who were there during the pandemic? Um, we lost people that were strictly about the money and the gamble because they overpaid for everything. You know, hundred percent admit that. And I hate saying that, but um, we did not, we gained more customers than we lost by far. I would say the ratio was like a five to one ratio of getting pandemic customers that love the hobby, kind of re-energized, you know, the fuel, the fire from what they used to do as a kid during their nineties, eighties era, whatever that was. So you know, uh, I would say you are now in a ripe for the picking market again because the market is fully corrected. In my opinion, I think we're back to a baseline 
that is reasonable, acceptable, and then we can see growth from there based on what you decide to collect and invest in. I love it. Good one. Um, all right, I'm going to pull up one of these cards you uh, want to chat about for a little bit tonight. This Mike Trout Refractor out of 500 BGS 9.5. It's selling tickets at 8,500 right now. 24 minutes left before extended uh, bidding. The second round starts. Why? Why do you want to highlight this one? Well, I think it's severely undervalued, personally. I mean, the man is is such a stud, and he's an all-time great, in my opinion. And the reason I like this card is twofold. Number one, it, it, it used to be selling for thirty to 40000 So in my opinion, if you're looking for a good investment bargain, obviously it's a high-dollar card anyway. This is a card. Number two, we all know that 10 autos are very subjective when we look in the marketplace. This is a true 10 autograph. It looks like he signed the card yesterday. It's a bright blue bold auto. It has no streaking, no scratching, no scuffing, no bubbles. I mean, th- I look at this kind of stuff when I'm looking at cards and I see a 9510 or a 1010 and I truly get that subjective decision on my opinion is this rightly a 10 auto. And it's probably a 50-50 of the time it's not a 10 auto, right? It's faded. The the bright blue has become dark blue. I mean, you guys have seen all that kind of stuff. So I'm really picky when it comes to good autos. And this trout is a deal to buy for that price. Um, that's all I've I can seen, say. I've seen some Machados from 2010 where it says 10 oh. auto, but literally you see like Navy or like extremely, <laughs> extremely white Navy ink. You can, like, yeah. You can barely even see the ink on the card. It's crazy, isn't it? 100, 100%. Um, you know, I, we brought up a couple of things where it's like, oh, you know, pandemic, how many people left, this and that, a little negative, but you're one of the most positive guys I know. I know you're touching <laughs> it a little bit. Um, any way you can expand on you, like what's the best, single best thing about running the shop? I know you, everyone talks about relationships, but along yeah. with that, just give me like, what's the best thing, the most positive thing about running the card shop in Indy? Um, well, yeah, it's the people number one, but like you said, I won't, I won't, um, bore you with the relationship conversation again, but I would say seeing the number of kids continuing to pour in, you know, I, it's a, this game is such a word of mouth business. And with our little kids club that we have, we have seen our kids club grow from about a hundred members to over 1200 members now on an annual basis. And to me, it's seeing the faces on these kids coming into the shop, whether they're coming through the dime box, whether they're bringing their little Zion briefcase in and they want to trade with us and stuff that brings the joy to my heart. And it makes me feel like, okay, we've got another future generation or two ahead of us that are going to keep this hobby as strong as it is right now. So that's definitely it. 100%. I love that. I love that. You know, we we're all about the same thing. Kids got to stay in to really, you know, help fuel the hobby going forward as a kid. When I joined, Oh, you go, you go. I was going to say, as a kid, when I joined, Nate was a kid when he started and selling that garage sale to me and all that <laughs> stuff. So uh, it's really important. Go ahead, Nate. Yeah, I love it. It just brings you right back. You have those good experiences as a kid with shop owners and you had those bad experiences and it's like, it sticks with you, even if it's 20 years later. Yeah, totally agree. Totally 100%. agree. 100%. And you, I'd say- You tell me that, I'm a positive person, Aaron, and I'm trying to stay positive through this whole internet debacle. It's making me sit- very uncomfortably on my hardwood floor, but we're going to make it. <laughs> I was going to say, Andy, I'm gonna buy uh, a carpet. <laughs> I, I was thinking about you being like, I'm, I'm really frustrated right now as you're smiling. I'm like, that's the most Andy way to say I'm really mad right now. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm trying to pull up this, this next card here. I don't know why I didn't return there. Oh, I'll just click it right here. So you, you you want to talk about this John Moran card. BGS 10, Cracked Ice Auto, 6250. Obviously, a lot's been going on with John Moran's name. 
and he's reloading here. All right, John Morant, I, I Andy. <laughs> T- tell me why you want to talk about John Moran's cracked ice BGS 10 auto. I know there's been a lot happening, so I need to yeah. know why this card you, you pointed out. Um, because let's think about this card pre-gun issues and post-gun issues, right? So I really do want to know this is a grail card for a John Morant investor collector. A BGS 1010 true cracked ice auto. Um, you know, we talked about this card a year ago. It's probably a six-figure card. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm so interested now. What I didn't realize, Aaron, that it's still a week away from closing when I sent you the link. So I feel bad about that. But um, I'll be so intrigued to see what this card sells for now that the popular uh, the popular vote for John Morant just isn't there as much anymore. I mean, you know? I'm in, I'm intrigued to say the least. March 26, 2022. This is a year ago. 36k for a BGS 9.5, not a BGS oh, 10. Gosh. You know, this is only BGS 10. Um, and a BGS 10 is probably a 3x qualifier when it usually comes to a 9.5 to a 10. PSA 10 around the same time as that 9.5 sale did 66k. So you know, you're looking yeah. somewhere above that. Um, wow. Yeah, so like it, it'll be very intriguing to see what it does. And that I also actually thought it did close this week, which is why it didn't show up because I only had it selected it this week. <laughs> but like, man, it was two thousand dollars. Say, I'm like, wow, yeah. if that ends for like under six k, like that literally would have been like one of the biggest, you know, fall off a cliff. But I, it will end way lower, I think, than you know it used to. Well, obviously. let me ask you. Let me ask you guys this: Would you invest it if it was less than fifteen k? <laughs> no, I'm not. I wouldn't spend and even. It's a sick car, but no, there's no way. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I mean, let's, I mean, even like safe funds are, are unlimited for you. Would you still pour out money into John Morant now? No, I go find something else. Yeah. You're investing in humans after all. Right. And Amen to you, that. <laughs> if you, if you make a mistake once, yeah. right, you made a mistake once you make a mistake the second time, two months later, same mistake. He can say whatever he wants. He didn't learn from it. And say more like just put together a three sentence tweet and put it out there, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, crazy. Um, all right, man. What, I don't know how much buying you've done here. I know Shane did a lot of vintage soccer buying and such. So this question, I, I knew I was going to get some from him, but like any big pickups on PWCC over the last year and a half? That you've oh had? my word. Yes. Tons. <laughs> all right. Let's hear it. I, I've spent so much money. Well, it's all been on Jordan inserts because I've used my, I call it my Joe Burrow money and all the locals know what I'm talking about. I, I sold a Joe Burrow treasures RPA nine, five, 10, the week of the Super Bowl that the, the Bengals made it. And I had purchased the card raw it had just been redeemed for 17 grand, got it graded. It got a nine, five, 10 and sold it the week of the Super Bowl for $156,000. Was that it the was premiere? premiere it, was on the, it was on the premiere. Yeah. You can look it up at 156 grand. It's crazy. Aaron. So I've, I've literally had that money kind of hitting in my account. And anytime I get a big Jordan insert, I call it buying it with the borough money. <laughs> I mean, you're free rolling one of the best Jordan collections ever at that point. It's, yeah. Well, I've added two monsters. Like I just picked up the uh, metal hardware PSA 10 Jordan, and I've never had that in a 10. So right now I'm more in the upgrade mode. So anytime I can get like a turn from a nine from a 10 or a nine, five to a 10 or a nine to a nine, five, you want, so on and so forth. I'm trying to go after it, but uh, that, and then the mega grail for me was getting the playmakers theater. I just picked up. I don't know if you saw my post on Instagram, but I got that one um, about a month and a half, two months. Ago. I'm going to show this as he's in a uh, frozen yeah. mode here. Two months this ago. Is, this is what the playmakers theater looks like. This is pretty sick. Mm. 
I don't think I've ever seen that before. I've seen it once before. Okay, hang on, guys. Look at this. That's the router. Now it's right next to my face. <laughs> Man, Maybe if it's in the shot. <laughs> X- Xfinity uh, failing us. They failed me on Friday. They're failing you today. I think he's double failed. He, maybe, he just, maybe, he, yeah. He maybe we got a wire in. <laughs> yeah, plug it into his phone. Um, and then as we're waiting for him, I will share the other one. That's that's the router, guys. It's right next to my face now. Just want to let you know. <laughs> do you have the Do you have the gigabyte internet? Uh, yes, Xfinity one gigabyte. I just don't know what the problem is. I, I blame it on Murphy's Law tonight. I just that's all I can say. It's the same internet so, I have. There's the metal hardware ten. Yeah, that was mine. And then the, my big pickup was the Playmakers Theater Jordan in a Beckett 9. And that was a private deal I did with the gentleman who actually purchased the 9.5 on the premiere auction two months ago. And he upgraded his 9 to a 9.5, and I got his sloppy seconds and paid more than I do for an SUV for that car. So for that card. But it was worth it. It's one of those cards I've wanted for a long time. I love the Playmakers Theater. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but Tyler's killing me. He goes, this is the best Wi-Fi mishap ever, somehow making this more enjoyable. And he goes, watching Andy eventually <laughs> swallow the router to improve connection will be legendary. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll I, do it for you. I need the router. That's how much I care about this. <laughs> Tyler's going to Tyler's gonna run with this one for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. I guarantee it. You're never going to hear the end of it. No. I love it. Are you, then you also pointed out this box here, though. Uh, 1988 Fleer basketball. Let me tell you this, Andy. I don't know. I've, I don't think I told you this. At VCon, you know, there Friday morning, uh, most of the day, honestly, a little slow. But uh, the, within the first 10 minutes, a guy walks up to me, five cards, and he wants to drop them off for grading with our SGC submissions we send out. And I, first of all, I expected no cards to come at this event, right? Like, <laughs> it's not a card event. But this guy walks up in the first five minutes. My mom's like, see, see, that's why he brought the banner. And he, <laughs> he, I'm like, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, and he drops off four 1987 Fleer Michael Jordans that he pulled back in 87. The corners are like perfect. The centering on two of the four or two of the three were like was like really good. He dropped nice. off an 87 sticker and then the uh Bill Ripkin uh air card too. So I'm excited to see what nice. those great at, but it's crazy. So sorry to kind nice. of overtake this, but 88 no, basketball. It. Made me think about it. What's up with this box here? Well, and that's it's a similar story because that's the first year that I got into the hobby. And my first ever box of cards was an 88 Fleer basketball card that my grandma bought me. So I have a sealed exact same box just like this, BBCE sealed in my own personal collection, just for the sentimental value to it. So I just like to know what it's going for. I like sharing the story of how I started collecting because this box right here means so much to me. So I was just curious to see what it's going to sell for tonight because there hasn't been too many of these pop up recently um, on auctions all across the board. That's awesome. That's awesome. Wait, did you say this was your first box? It was. Yep. Aaron, was this the year you were born? <laughs> no, Nate, this was this was the year that you uh, graduated from high school. Yeah, oh, no. no. No, you guys no, are no. talking you guys are talking to the old man now. You guys can both make old old man jokes on me. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I feel Nate like the old man in this hobby. Nate shaved his beard, so I don't have as much leverage on him anymore as I used to. He looked way, <laughs> he looked way older with the bigger beard. That's true. Yeah, you're looking good, Nate. I gotta admit, you got you lost some weight too. Your face is a lot thinner and everything. <laughs> don't don't pump this guy's ego. I like it. <laughs> oh wait, sorry, the internet's cutting out again. My, no, I'm just <laughs> and sadly, sadly, no, I have 
I have not lost anything. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, Andy. Uh, we got a little bit of time left here, so we're going to try to cover, like, three things in the next, let's say, like, six to seven minutes, okay? So yeah. tell me about the Midwest Monster coming up. It's less than a month away. We will yeah. be there. Um, unfortunately, Nate won't be at this one, but myself, Andrew, in the chat here, uh, my dad will be there. Super excited sponsoring the event for another June. Uh, tell us about the Midwest Monster. Are you excited about it, of course? Yes, very excited. Jeff and I uh, definitely strategized on this one. This is you know, Jeff's J&J show and love the fact that uh, we're only doing it once this year. Uh, I think that's going to bring a lot more people in. I think it's going to make it more uh, high demand to see what everybody's brought from last year as well. Um, we're up to 340 tables sold out of 375. So I'm really excited about the venue's awesome. I know you were there last year, Aaron, like it's well laid out. Um, it doesn't feel like you're all over each other in that place. Cause it's a big basketball arena. So um, yeah, I'm super excited about it. We're going to have some killer inventory that we've been planning for this in the national. And uh, I know a lot of people are as well. I mean, I'll be right across this aisle from sugar Shane, indie card collector. Can't wait. Um, yeah. We're just super pumped about it. I think it's going to be uh uh, one of those shows that people are going to remember and, and talk about for a while. The uh, the Midwest Monster last year uh, went in June, and that show is fantastic. It's definitely one of yes. my favorites from the year. Uh, we didn't set up there last year, but this year we will be. We'll have three tables there this year, so I'm extremely excited about that. Uh, we were doing a lot of walking around the show, filming for some content. We actually, um, while we were at the Midwest Monster last year, uh, thanks to Card Ladder, we went on like a $5,000 spending spree for Camp Custom Charity. So we bought a bunch of raw cards there. The very last card I purchased was from Andy. Um, right. It was the Jamar Chase Dual Patch Auto, and that sold here on PWCC for the charity auction. So we're really excited this year because we have some fun announcements coming out again this year that's related to the Camp Custom, related to the Midwest Monster. And uh, Andy as well, you know, sent me an email the other day out of the blue. I didn't even talk to him about it at VCon. He's just like, hey, we'd love to be part of Camp Custom again. And it's just crazy, Andy. I, I'm yeah, I was actually utterly shocked that you just remembered and brought it up to me. So thanks so much for that. And I know we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it here uh, later, but I'm, I'm ex- or later, you know, off the stream. I'm just excited to have you involved yeah. again for another year's event. We're going to our third year now. So uh, really, I, I like the Midwest Monster because it, it reminds me of, you know, doing more than just buying and selling cards. It's for a greater cause. And we put a lot of time into that last year. So I'm, ex- I'm just so excited this year. Again, it was an amazing show, amazing venue, plenty of space, tons of tables, great people. So you guys did a great job. And also, and, I and don't say, forget Chick-fil-A sandwiches, Aaron. That's right. Dude, they were like $2 or something like that. <laughs> they weren't that cheap, but they're still good. <laughs> they, they were cheap and it was good. It was good. I loved it. Um, it's my, that's like one of my favorite things, but I gotta say the Thursday night, uh, for the, the sponsors at your shop, that was an awesome experience last year too. Andy invited all the sponsors to the shop last year for like a Thursday night, uh, event is, are we doing that again? We're doing a different dinner at a different place, but yes, we are doing that on Thursday night. And, um, as you remember, I was presently pleasantly surprised by a little hall of fame induction and we plan on doing another hall of fame induction this Thursday night as well for the Midwest monster. So stay tuned, stay tuned. Excited about that. All right, a uh, couple last sport-related things. Um, specifically in this auction tonight is the Jimmy Butler National Treasures 9.5 uh, RPA of 199. Tell me why you want to talk about this, and I think they're about to win their third straight game here tonight. 30 points. Man. Yeah. It's, oh, 30 um, points are up. 30 points. Yeah, they're third. dominating. I, I shut it off when it was 54 to 26 or something like that <laughs> earlier, so it was bad. Um, I just want to know, like – I'm so curious to see what a card like this is going to go for. Do people believe that Jimmy Butler is now worth hanging on to for a long time? Is he a legitimate superstar because he just blazed through everybody in the Eastern conference this year? I mean, I'm so impressed with what he's done and 
This is a nine five ten copy, and I know for a fact this year twelve thirteen there were not a lot of nine five tens out there because they had so many issues with the border around the patch. There were creases and so on and so forth. That little RC logo that's down at the bottom of the patch would be kind of bent in. Um, I opened a lot of this wax back in the day, and uh, it's definitely one of those cards. The patch is beautiful, and and Butler playing the way he has. I'm just so curious to see what this thing ends at in about, what, 15, 20 minutes or so. It's already jumped more than I thought it had. I think it was at 2,500 before we even went live. Yeah, it's at 3,400 now, of course, as Dominant Victory is for sure helping. I just went and took a peek at some sales history on this. September 18th, 2022, before this past season, is a $2,100 card. Hmm. This is now going to sell for over double that within one season, within, you know, an interesting market to say the least. So uh, there's opportunities out there if you pick the right players, obviously. And uh, Jimmy Butler would have been one of those players this year. Well, I've never personally liked the guy, but you got to give him credit for what he's done this playoff run. That's I've sure. never liked the guy either, uh, aside from maybe right when he's coming out of Marquette, but his NBA career has definitely been interesting. And then, you know, <laughs> I, I give him immense credit for calling uh, Wiggins and Towns frauds and then them ending up being frauds. So yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he did. He went out there and could have yeah. he smoked on that statement, but he was in, in fact right. So, yeah, <laughs> although well. Wiggins did end up winning a championship and had a great performance to help, they, he, he, did, helped he did, he did, he helped them. That was a big time performance from him. All right, uh, to end the yeah. show off, uh, Andy, talk to us about Jim Brown. I know you want to bring up Jim Brown cards, he's actually end next week. Uh, but okay. you know, RIP to Jim Brown, he just passed away this past this past week, yeah. I always, I'm always curious on the demand after a legend like Jim Brown dies. I mean, Jim Brown is not just known for his, his Hall of Fame football legendary step. That's tough. He was, we about, to rip so off, he was about to rip off some amazing uh, information, too, on Jim Brown. I know. He's we'll he'll say, back here. Not only, known, not only known just for football. Gosh, but, we almost made it. But almost what else it. is he known for? Um, for, for his civil rights movement action, activity. And I just uh, applaud him and his, his life. And I know that he really made a big impact in, in the civil rights movement and in a lot of people's lives off the field as well. So um, I, I applaud people like that. Walter Payton is another example. Like Walter Payton off the field is just an amazing man. And there's a reason why they have the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award too. So will his values continue to appreciate, especially rookie cards like his 1958 Tops card? I have one in a PSA 5 tucked away in my personal collection and I'll never get rid of it. So um, I'm just curious. And I think it was worth talking about because Jim Brown was known for more than just football. Yeah, definitely. Uh, some beautiful copies here ending next week, a PSA 5.5, SEC 4.5 and SEC 6. Um, funny enough, Nate just brought this card on our Slab Sox Live episode this past week. I, I don't, before he passed away. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. I don't know. Was this an unexpected situation or just like, you know, old age? Like... No. Yeah. He was struggling with a lot of stuff and old okay. age, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's 87 and uh, you know, he, I think he had a lot of CTE issues and stuff like that, that that was before CTE even existed, you know? Yeah. But making yeah. it for 87 years old, playing professional football is probably quite the accomplishment in my opinion. Yeah. 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 Well, Andy, uh, it was an absolute pleasure having you here. You. Uh, I appreciate making it, it a lot. Making it 40 minutes on this show with a numb butt and bad internet connection was was fun, too. It's quite the adventure because my butt is numb in my legs. I can't even feel them anymore. Well, the moment you stand up, you're probably going to collapse right back down. I'm going to fall, yeah. Yeah, good news is my internet will cut out and you won't see it. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so, so yeah, make sure you hold the table when you stand up. Well, we'll let you get back to it so that you don't lose lose your legs. But uh, thanks so much, Andy. Everyone, make sure to check out uh, Indy Car Exchange, the Midwest Monster, coming up here in June. Uh, one of the best in the hobby right here. We really appreciate the time. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. Yes, sir. Talk to you later. Bye, Andy. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, we, we persevered, fought through. Here we are. We In fact, it was more memorable because of the internet. Also, what's up with Xfinity, man? Friday, I'm trying to do the the Bowman Inception. Xfinity just fails me. Five caser, and and, and and your thing's lagging every three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> All right. right. Uh, we're gonna have also, to pivot. real quick. He uh, he mentioned he mentioned um, the Steph Curry and. Uh, you know, low numbered, and that reminded me of my Giannis. Did I show you it in person? No. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That is so sick. You like that? You I love it. it. You can't really see the city behind it because of the uh, glare and the and the X Factor finish or whatever you want to call it. But there is a city skyline back there as well, which is super cool. Okay, now I know that Chelsea is just done, done horrendous. However, one of Mason Mount's best cards is selling tonight, and I passed on this card when it sold on a different. Uh, auction platform and sold for these dude like I've only seen two pop up this one and then the one that sold the one that sold sold for four thousand two hundred and seventy two dollars back in December of twenty twenty two so just this past December this Ooh. is a different copy I I just I just can't go for it right now and you know who knows what happens with him he's, he's got to move right he might he might we don't know for sure but it's it's likely looking like it so I definitely don't want to spend that money if he moves but at the same time it's like uh See the card twice. Yeah, and hey, I mean, real quick shout out to Shane. He said, "What up, Aaron and Nathan?" Just a real quick shout out. Not many people say Nathan anymore. I know it's it's because I use Slab Socks Nate because it's just easier, but I do prefer Nathan. So shout out Shane. <laughs> Look at me. I condemn Nate to not being called his real name ever. I was like, Nate, you're Slab Socks Nate. <laughs> Funny enough, Nate's contact in my phone is actually Nathan. It's not even Nate. So there, there you go. Uh, Washington Nationals logo patch. One of one of Juan Soto. Oh, that is sick. Man. But, it, you know what I've come to realize on Juan Soto? What, my good sir? Outside of he's an excellent player. Just go on any go on any place that sells cards and look up Juan Soto Auto. He signs for every. Every single set that comes out every single year, there are Juan Soto autos in it. Special sets that come out on tops, there's Juan Soto autos in it. There's just a bajillion Juan Soto autos. There's so many Juan Soto autos, it's not even funny. Uh, hey, I know that like he did steroids and stuff. This car to me is like so cheap. Yeah, it is. An on-card patch auto of Alex Rodriguez from the year 2000. PSA nine with a nine auto for eighty four dollars. That feels was, much too cheap. I was looking at a PSA eight sold for ninety four in February twelfth and attended four hundred. A rod at one hundred and eight point five to eighty four. So like it's not that expensive of a card. Do you like, think the PSA nine auto is driving it down? I mean maybe, but I was looking at the other autographs and like they, it was worse. The PSA eight had a way worse. I'll show you actually. Look how bad that we autograph should, is. We should buy it. I think we should. Put like a booth national. Yeah, I mean, of all the cards in here, and and like I said, I understand the whole steroid thing uh, and such. Oh, also, this card, you can't see it. It's super cool. I'm going to try to buy it. <laughs> you can't see it because of the scan. No, like I'm telling you, if this was in hand and you shined a light on and you tilted it, it would look super sick. It's a LeBron James gold standard gold medal card. 
Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Also, I was thinking about this one too. Chris Middleton uh, lighted up gold out of 10 for $31. Except, except he's like going to be gone this year. No, he's not. He might. He no, has I, heard, he, I heard that's not happening. He can opt out of his contract. I know I know what he can do. And then what if the Bucs decide they want to move a different direction? I mean, possible. I got two new Spider-Man comic books this week I'm excited about. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I have two LeBron. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Wait, yours or Slabstock's? No, mine. Yours? Never mind. They're my Spider-Mans. Yeah, because I have the Spider-Man book in my house uh, from Jamil. And then I have the Avengers comic book. No, not Avengers, Iron Man. I bought here in the very first monthly auction that uh, PWCC did like a year, over a year and a half ago. Um, I got, yeah, so I'm just grabbing smaller ones here and there. Not like super expensive, but just cool ones to display. Uh, I like that A-Rod though. I like it a lot. Also, there's some really interesting cards in this auction. Uh, Nathan, I'm going to make a strong effort to call you Nathan. My apologies. You got Jordan feeling bad. I do. That was my only goal. <laughs> Make Jordan feel bad. Yeah. Mainly um, because because he was uh, – well, actually, no. He he asked me if I was going to be at the Midwest Monster, which I wasn't because I was going to miss it by a couple weeks. So then I felt bad that I was disappointing him. So now I have made him feel bad. In return. <laughs> You're basically in a game of tag of who's going to make who feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> this is super sick, too. Hey, can I admit something? What? I only got through half of the new Black Panther. Can I admit something? I haven't even watched it yet. It was not good. I heard it wasn't good, so I didn't have that drive to go and watch it. You know, when you hear like, eh, it's okay. It's like, am I really going to take all this time? There's like these weird underwater people. Uh, well, I love the first one. First one was awesome. First one was good. Yeah. yeah. The second one? R.I.P. Chadwick. Not so much. Well, I hate to say it, but when you lose the star of it, you know it's true. It's hard to to make it as as good. But I, I like that actually to to display. Big fan of that. Hey, you know what I like? What the more you know, you collecting magazines. The more I've been getting into <laughs> cards lately, I've been grabbing Lord of the Rings cards, Game oh, yeah? cards, and Flash from CW cards and stuff. And I'm just having the biggest blast doing it. Did you? Isn't it great? Like, it's super fun. Did you watch the Flash? Like with with uh, I don't know who the the actor is, but uh, you watched like the TV show, yeah? Grant Gustin. Yeah, but you watched the TV show. Yeah, I haven't watched the whole thing. It's been a couple of years. Um, but I enjoyed the first like four seasons or so yeah. before I uh, lost track of it, and then haven't done it since. So when I was in high school, they released that, and I watched season one. And I loved it. And then I never watch anything after that it's, again. It's pretty good. I mean, it's cheesy. It's cheesy. Um, yeah. But it's enjoyable. I, I mean, I thought that season was awesome. But do you know what I did, actually? I got distracted because some of my friends were like, yo, but the Arrow. And it's like, oh, the, oh. Arrow, the Arrow's really good. But I lost interest in the Arrow once um, Oliver Queen's backstory caught up with present day. That's actually exactly, I think, when I – well, actually, I probably watched like up until freshman year of college. It might have been like season six or seven when it was still on TV that I stopped watching. Yeah. But I would I should get Netflix again just to watch The Flash. That's on – that's on, on. – wait, is it on Netflix? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You never know. You might have to. Also, you know watching me? watching Arrow, I'm like, man, I should work out. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's so jacked. So jacked. <laughs> um. All right, back to cards. <laughs> back to cards. 
Uh, Andy's got his uh, Dell Darling here needing a bid to move on to the next window. This is just like so – I just don't even like – if this walked up to you and like someone like put this in front of your face, what do you do? Like you'd be like, I don't know how to price this. I'd be like, what do I look up? Old judge. See what comes up. Yeah, I would have had no idea. But it yeah. is awesome. Yeah, it is. You know, it's, it's very definitely. cool like thing you don't see very often. I have I have lost a little bit of interest in like those old T206s because I see them all the time now. Like it seemed like they were rare and then you see them a lot and it seems like oh they're not that rare. Yeah. Jerry said I want a 2018 Bowman Prospects printing plate of Joe Adele for less than $20. One of one rookie. I wonder if that is Nate approved. Oh. Hey. Say what you will about Joe Adele. I think if he gets a different option on a team that doesn't have as much riding on it, like if he goes to a, a team that's rebuilding and actually gets a full season, two full seasons of plate appearances, I think he could end up being pretty good. He just has to get to his power in the majors. Uh, the Angels just can't give him that opportunity to figure things out there because they're trying to win in their last year with Otani. Are they are are they in playoff position right now? Well, they're they're last time I checked, they were one game above five hundred. Got you. Um, standings. I love this twenty seventeen on card dual auto of Trout and Kershaw. Super sick card. They're now two, two of the best above five hundred. Nice. Two of the best players in the generation. Um, and does John Moran Gold is at twenty four hundred? The Panini one and one rookie. I couldn't find a PSA nine. Completed sale, but I did find a PSA 10 that sold for $15,000 October 9th, just before the season this past season. So um, clearly things are happening there. Ooh, that would be fun. Joe Dell in Colorado. If his problem is getting to power, I mean, he strikes out a ton. That's a major problem. But just in the majors, he just doesn't get to his power at all. His isolated power is way down from AAA. If he goes to Colorado where it should actually, you know, the ball flies off the bat. That's interesting. That Spider Man's so sick. That's kind of cool. It's super cool. It's like a speckle parallel. I don't even know how much it's worth. But I'm gonna throw in a little bid just to see if I can snag it. Uh, I'm gonna go and now turn my attention to finding some giveaways in potentially the football, basketball, baseball categories. Maybe a sixty-two hundred dollar LeBron. Hey, real quick, real quick, just as a as a as an aside. Did you know that all of the Spider-Man movies are on Disney Plus now? I did hear about that. Yeah, and I still have to watch number two, so I'm going to do that one of these days, um, like number two ever. But uh, I'll, I guess I'll figure out when that happens. Uh, Nick Knack, I, I, I was looking at that. I was going to look up a price to see if it's worth going after. I, my friend's been telling me about him, who's a huge UFC fan. But now that you said that, I will not be going and looking up said price because I want you to get it. There we go. Aaron Noak, man of the people. Man of the people. I just looked up anything after the year 200. Um, I think that encapsulates every single card in this auction. <laughs> um. <laughs> What's going on here? Andy just texted me and told me what we figured out what was going on. <laughs> He's like, my son was on his phone watching YouTube playing MLB the show at the exact same time on his PS5. <laughs> and that's yeah, why I was that getting taken up. <laughs> just laughing. It's just so funny. <laughs> hey, at least he's playing MLB the show. Props to him. Yeah, 
Seriously. Oh my gosh. Should we give away a Brian Windhorse auto? Yes. Yeah. I feel like that ton yeah. of people don't like that guy, but then some people do. That's so funny. We have to do that. I'm trying. <laughs> it's like, I remember when like that thing happened. Like, what was that? He's like, something's going on. Someone's about to get traded. Maybe it was Durant. I don't remember. He like put his fingers up in there. I don't remember what that was for. Andrew, what? do you see his? Just won a car that I sold to a guy who had me ship it to PWCC a month ago. Bought it for sixty percent of what I sold it for. Well, Andrew, that's uh, that's good business, I say. I guess uh, nope. I don't know what it what it is or if uh, market drop because the person was. <laughs> Scott goes that people want windy autos. Elijah says windy the go. We gotta do it. We gotta do it. We have to see. Um, I, I, I gotta see if I want something. Oh, I gotta also do. There we go. Well, we didn't win Alex Rodriguez. No, I started to get more expensive for I think obvious reasons, which is why we were interested in the first place. Talk about it. Shame, shame. I know your name. Um, man, I can't believe, I can't believe the Heat just absolutely destroyed. Dude, I mean the game's not done yet, but destroyed the Celtics. Clearly struggling to find items right now. Like at least the Bucks had some close games. Yeah, right. We're the Knicks, the second best team in the East, apparently. Uh, it's crazy because you know I'm not I'm not gonna go at Celtics fans. I don't think went at us. Not necessarily people watching the stream, but just random people online. Um, but like, man, I feel a lot better about losing to a team that's just like unstoppable, embarrassing the Celtics, Te- team of destiny type of thing. Until they run into Jokic, of course. You don't know, man. It's Jimmy Butler. It's Jokic. <laughs> That's true. He was not good yesterday until the fourth quarter. Then the man went off, um, but he wasn't doing well. He had oh that. Did you watch last night's game by chance? Didn't get to. Okay, Wait, well, Ken, uh, I meant to reply to this and I forgot. So is anyone going to ship show on next weekend? I will not be going to ship show on the next weekend. Um, I was there at the last show, but Memorial Day, um, I think it is on, or it's like Memorial Weekend. Uh, won't be. Wait, is Memorial Day then. next weekend? Yeah, it is. It's Monday. Really? Yeah, next Monday. Next Monday? Not like tomorrow, but the Monday after that. Yes, I got a new comic book tonight. Nice. Yep, I sold a couple things, a couple small things at VCon. So I was going to go buy a comic book there and end up trading for some, but now I'll take that money and add a black pant. This is sick. I know it's a newer comic book, but like this is so cool. It's awesome. It is pretty cool. They should okay. make a card like that. Well, like a, like a one. one. See, the funny thing is, is that like I, I love cards, obviously. Um, it's not a not a secret, but like. There's just something about the the Marvel characters to me and such like that where I would just way rather have comic books. Like, way rather have comic books. Um, like, I know I was just bidding on that Spider-Man card, too, from Marvel Masterpieces. But, like, I'd rather take 40 bucks and buy a comic that's graded and stick it to my shelf um, than, than buy the card, I suppose. You know what I've been finding? I don't yes, really I like jersey cards all that much. You know? Who likes just playing jersey cards though? Because they started to make so many patch cards. Yeah, but I have found that I do enjoy set relic cards. 
Oh, you're saying like, oh, dude, I love my costume relic Stranger Things cards. And people yeah. actually, those are the two cards I sold this weekend. Someone bought the Hopper and 11 dual relic, and then someone traded me for one of my other 11 relics, the two comic books of Spider-Man. I have more 11 relics, so I did it. But yeah, man, they're fun. They're it's, awesome. it's like it's like you know jersey game worn or not you know you never know and they have a ton of that stuff but something they wore on a set that you can go back and watch and really cool yeah like i have the hopper costume relic autograph from 2019 season two stranger things tops and mm-hmm. like it's got his police uniform in it like that's dope yeah like, that's super sick like they're really they're 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 cool <laughs> like i'm not a big i'm not a big jersey card guy but if it and it doesn't even need an auto, if it's just a piece of the a set clothing thing for some actor I liked in a show, awesome. I'll look at uh Nick Next has been debating buying a Killmonger set relic from the first Black Panther movie. That comment might push me over the edge now to get Nick Knack. You know what to do, you know what's next. Um, we have a couple comments here. I'm talking about those king tut rookie cards were hot back in the day says scott (laughs) um elijah says tatum has superstar syndrome he floats on the three line all game and then he thinks he can just turn it on in the fourth Um, like turn it on when you're already down 30 man his fourth quarter is in the first two games when the games were actually close though he didn't like have one field goal i think in either or something like that or maybe at one uh elijah said he needs to stop launching step back threes play more team ball and let jb run the offense at times uh, it sounds like that Elijah is heated as a Celtics fan. Oh, no, he says not a Celtics fan, but his rant is done. Uh, Asian Punk won a Harry Kane on card auto. Love it. Um, he's, he's got some nice on card autos out there. Was it the National Treasures one? And then Jordan says, thank you for reminding me to ask, Aaron, how was VCon for you? Uh, interesting to say the least. I set up at VCon last year in Minneapolis. Um, the setup was a little bit better last year to uh, get more people to the marketplace, I'd say. So, like, there was times where, you know, We'd just be sitting there for a few hours and I'd just be watching Nate rip Bowman Inception, which is fun, or, or working on the Daily Sun newsletter. Then there was times where, you know, you have a good string of people for an hour and talking to people. A lot of people ask some questions. That's what's fun about it. Um, I don't own any NFTs, but the people there obviously are into them and they're always curious about cards. They're asking questions about cards, trying to learn about them. Um, the Stranger Things cards were a big hit from a discussion perspective, which was fun for me. Like, even if I didn't sell a bunch of them, like, hey, it's fun to at least talk with them about people or talk to people about them. Um, and then at the very end is super cool. One of the guys who I met last year did a bunch of pack giveaways for all the people attending in front of our booth. So that was a really fun end of the show. Uh, Jay snagged the 1922 Houdini card. Wow, that's yeah. old. That's fun. Pretty sure Houdini, Wisconsin. Really? I think. Don't quote me on that. I think he's from Wisconsin. Well, I, okay. Hungry. Did he live in Wisconsin at any point? Is it somebody else? there was there was a guy don't quote me on this um ah yes arrived in the united states july 3rd 1878 Uh, the family lived in appleton wisconsin you're right there you go jerry scored a pete rose auto for cheap love to hear that we are 16 seconds away fingers crossed from scoring our giveaway for the night brian windhorse alan and ginter in person autograph imagine alan and ginter auto Imagine like walking up to him at like a uh, Eastern Conference playoff game and be like, "Hey Brian, can you sign this?" <laughs> That'd be so wild. <laughs> and there we go. I think we just locked it up. That's our giveaway for the night, Brian Windhorse. <laughs> we got it. Fifteen bucks, baby. I love it. 
so funny. I'm glad. That is definitely the most um, unexpected and unique giveaway we will probably ever give away. (laughs) I agree with that. Uh, Saw it, had to have it. Also, speaking of seeing it, having to have it, I'm not going to buy this. It's a lot of money, but uh, oh man, Panini won first year of this set. I've never but picked up a Giannis from this set because even though I have 99s are like $300, but uh, the gold out of 10, I, you know, I posted That's about a sweet these. photo. It is. It's so nice. I think it's against the Grizzlies, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, I posted about these the other day because last week, you know, there's been a lot of these selling this auction recently. Um, Hero, Jokic, Tatum. There's another Tatum tonight. There's a jaw tonight. All these different players. Someone's clearly selling a lot of theirs. But um, someone's like, Oh, this set looks garbage, more overproduced. This, in my opinion, I own not one of these. Not one. Okay. I don't really buy basketball cards ever or frequently. I bought some Trey Jones recently. Love Trey Jones uh, from Apple Valley, Minnesota. But, like, I think that this is one of Panini's best makes, uh, product, best sets that they introduced in the modern era, ultra modern era. You know, they introduced a lot of garbage. Clearly, Donner's garbage like uber garbage i know that these boxes are expensive i know that they're two cards per box but for the base set to be out of 99 and for there to be maybe a handful of parallels at most and then they got like the purples and the blues and the reds but there's not too many um i don't like how reds are out of 15 yeah i'm not a fan of that numbering okay i'm not i wouldn't buy a red out of 15 um unless it was like a retro bucks jersey with the green and red that look cool but my point is, is that I think this was one of Panini's best done sets. This is the first year they released it. It's the best base set I think that Panini has released. Um, maybe out of anything. Uh, they're all out of 99 or less. So I'm I'm a fan of it. I don't own any. I'd like to own this specific card someday. That day won't be today. There's a Luca ending as well. It's at 6250. Uh, there's that Tatum, like I said, ending. It's at 1500. There's been like three of these to sell now. Uh, recently, there's Jordan Poole rookie selling tonight. For all those Pacer fans out there, Reggie Miller, 2003, Bowman Chrome Gold. Uh, 50 that's a really cool card um but yeah i i really like those panini one and golds anyone else let me know what you think of panini one you know i know that they made three more or two more sets now since then so i'm not exactly sure on you know, i'm not really speaking towards the newer sets obviously if there's a rookie yeah I'll, you know it might be a decent pickup but i'm more speaking about that first year set elijah says agree on it good set elijah also says <clears throat> some of the historical pop culture cards are really interesting i just got some really low grade raw cards of jules Verne and a couple others from the 50s nothing crazy but just fun stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, my whole thing, it's like, you know, you can find a lot of different sports cards and affordable or not affordable, whatever you want to say. But like, just like the other week, I bought that Luigi Mario Kart from 1993. Never even knew that, that was a thing for like 12 bucks. And I have it over here somewhere by me. But it's just like fun. It's like, it's a fun card. I love Mario Kart. Uh, and it didn't cost a whole lot of money. Jules what? Verne being a French author that passed away in 1905 was not what I was expecting. I didn't even know who that was. Me neither. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Look at that. Uh, also, <laughs> anyone need a, uh, a actually a well-sized booklet graded case? <laughs> not one of the mega ones. Um, I don't know why it couldn't be shrunk a little bit. But either way, uh, this is a Cam Newton and Bling Gabbard dual jersey auto here. BGS Ooh. 9. Point five out of 40 scp says picked up the cheaper version of the one of one 2022 prism wwe purple of 149 sgc 9.5 yeah that one of one sold for the 140k well uh scp i uh applaud you for going for the cheaper version <laughs> i don't know how much it's sold for but uh 
The other one was a uh, big time, big time money. <laughs> also, I love the revolution set as many people have heard um, through our discussions here, but this is a Jokic. I am really curious to know what this card was selling for back way back when Nate, I need a guess from you. Um, this is the cosmic of a hundred. Let's say a sales value back in 2019, because I can't find anything before that, I guess, which is PSA 10 or raw. No, it's, it's a, it's a raw. Um, I'm going to guess it's okay. 2019. Well, good player. Good. Very good player. Not MVP. Probably nobody thought he was going to win an MVP. I'm going to guess we're talking 120 bucks, maybe. 50% of that. 60. Whoa. Yeah, 60 bucks. 60 bucks for a raw of this car back in 2019. I don't know why I can't find a sale like way back when. Um, Galactic new wave insert was 191 in 2017. But yeah, I mean, oh, wow. Galactic rookie you could have bought for $370 in 2018. You, I mean, you know how much the Giannis non-rookie Galactic sells for? It was like, you know, $7,000 plus. We haven't seen a Galactic Jokic sell in a long time. That would do insane numbers right now. Insane numbers. Uh, down on the farm says, is the hockey market on the cusp of booming? This is why I like to say, uh, in the current market, don't bang at anything being on the cusp of booming. I think everything is going to come down to player-dependent um, stuff, like Matthew Kachuk. I'm sure his cards are trending fantastically right now from winning uh, two games back-to-back overtime goals. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov. Hurt, didn't really do much in the playoffs. Cards are dropping. I will say, I uh, I think I've heard for the better part of a year and a half, maybe two years now, people buying into the hockey market because they think it's the next market to boom. I'm buying hockey, it's the next market to boom. Buying hockey, the next market to boom. I It's at least been a year and a half, and it hasn't it hasn't happened yet. So, well, And I just think that it's at the point that we're in the market. And, now, yeah, and I've heard it from people I very much respect in the card market. And let me put this out there too, though. People like there's been a lot of people enjoying the hockey car market. Like the Toronto shows are packed. They're great shows, but that doesn't necessarily mean that if you spend fifty dollars, it'll turn into eighty dollars. You know. Yeah. Um, but the community is amazing. Hank being one of the the great community also, members. Shout so. out to Upper Deck because I looked at a lot of hockey cards this week. They all look great. They're great looking cards. I gotta say. My dad and I were just talking about that tonight at dinner. We're talking about a lot of different, you know, manufacturers right now. What's going on? Who's getting exclusives? All this stuff. He's like, man, I really hope Upper Deck sticks with hockey because I got the K. Andre Miller patch out of here. I liked it so much. I had to buy a second one because this one I found on an auction for like literally 30% of the value I paid for the first one because it had, it said it had a ding corner. I'm looking at the back ding corner. Uh, this is hey, not Nathan Rodebaugh drop. It, yeah, I was about to say, give it to me, and we can we can correct that that error. <laughs> oh, you're gonna say, oh, I can make it super ding for you. Yeah, I can make it so that you see the ding. <laughs> it, I think this is probably an eight, and I'm happy paying uh, way less for an eight versus an A five. But yeah, I, I love both those cards. They make fantastic cards. Um, they're they're beautiful. The patch autographs are insane. Uh, SCP says finally won a black label 2018 contenders premium Zaire Smith rookie auto uh, 10. Did he ever do anything? Not that I know. So Don the farm does bring up an interesting point. It's not one that I, uh, you know, thought about in that moment. Will Bedard set it off? I don't, I can't. Okay. So I can see people being like, Oh, I've never ripped upper deck in my life, but I want to chase Bedard young guns. Cause he's like the Wemby of hockey. 
I can see people doing that. I can't see people going like, I want to chase Bedard young gun. So I'm going to go buy uh, Sveshnikov from the hurricanes. You know, <laughs> I just don't see that happening, but I do think <laughs> that people might, you know, make their way over to the hockey market to chase Bedard specifically. Um, Bazooka Tom says super digging corners, like Super Mario Bros. Nate, if you ever have a big new idea, it should be called super digging corners. I like it. Um, Silky Mitt says that Bedard is going to be mid. He's not going to be able to pull it off in the NHL. That is uh, some big words there. Wait um, wait for Fanatics to grab the uh, exclusive auto rights to Bedard. They don't even make hockey cards yet. They would end up making like a uh, a street clothes card of him. Goodwin champions uh, type card for him. Yeah. Seriously. Wayne Gretzky playing badminton <laughs> Wayne Gretzky played or tennis or whatever it was on the court. Oh, I, I mean, I know of him on the soccer card from the upper deck card, but yeah, he's got know. like a good one champs card where he's like playing tennis. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like Bedard can be an entry point. I just don't know if enough people are going to care about the sport. Um, if they don't, you know, sit there and watch it to go and buy into all those other guys. What's up, Nate? Can I admit something? here right yeah, go ahead. Uh, and especially to silky mitt is that uh as a non-hockey fan previously didn't care about hockey thought it was boring didn't make any sense to me went to a d3 college game back in the day and it was super boring i hated it but and and then went to the golden knights game and it was exciting and while the rules still didn't make much sense to me it was exciting and then I go to a uh, Canadian minor league game this year in Spokane. And again, it was awesome. And so now I'm kind of, I'm, I, I still am not at the, like the, I want to watch hockey on TV stage, but I definitely can get behind going to live hockey. It's pretty great. Jordan says, I'm excited to get Bedard's cup RPA when they finish the project in 2027. Isn't that the truth? Uh, that exquisite Miller I just showed was from a couple months ago, and that was 2020 I just released. Uh, Silky says he'll be a good rookie, but I'm saying some of the stuff he's able to pull off with these younger guys will not fly at the vets, but the guy is sick. Yeah, no, he does pull off some amazing moves, but I think this is going to be the same thing between him and Wemby. It's going to be like, well, what happens when he faces the best of the best? You know, the biggest competition, the strongest guys, the fastest guys, the biggest guys. Like, we haven't seen Wemby play against Embiid. Yeah, but you... I understand what he's saying, and I understand what you're saying, but you can you you can only play against the level you play against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. And also, he's that much better than the again than the level he plays against. And now he's going to get to learn how you know these guys they learn how to beat the best players they play against, even yeah. if that's not NBA or NHL level guys right now. Yeah, they adapt. Is what they you're adapt, saying. and they're going to adapt again if they're this good and they're this much better than their peers, they're likely going to adapt enough to be, you know, better than the guys they're playing. I'm not saying that Wemby is Chet, but I just really want to see Chet play against some of these, you know, NBA guys just to see how it went. Yeah. But. It will be interesting. Uh, we're we're gonna, now going to have a Wemby against Chet rookie of the year competition. That is true. We are. Or Scoot. You never know. Um, Nate, how sick is this card? Dude, I saw that. Very cool. Oh man, that's nasty. That's a great like image on that. That's unreal. Is we have three minutes. Like, Obi Wan fading away. <laughs> That'd have been awesome. 
They should make a uh, Marvel card of Thanos snapping his fingers, and then everyone else in the set, it's like a Thanos insert set, like one, the one card, there. and while well, everyone else is like, you know, dissipating or whatever, evaporating. I think you just struck gold. That's a great idea. I think it'd be a great idea. Make a 10-card set, have the, Black the, Panther fading the, away. Thanos is a one-on-one? Yeah. No, something crazy like that. Or, that would or be a, a five different one-on-ones for each color gem. Sell it. Sell the idea. <laughs> it's a great. It'd uh, be such a fun set. That's like the 2023 Bowman Inception die cut set. Top uh, upper deck. Uh, Panini hire us. <laughs> we'll come up with those fun ideas. Uh, man, that'd be so cool. Actually, I'd, I'd for sure get a Tom Holland uh, Spider Man half half uh glitched or whatever. Nate, I just found you on a card. <laughs> He's not bald enough. True. Well, I gave, is that a comb over? Uh, yeah, you could pull it might off. Be able to pull that one off. Yeah, you you can see he's balding up there in the head. Yeah, that looks like a bald guy with a comb over. If I've ever seen one, buddy, just got to shave it off, man. Just uh, just shave. Let her rip. Yep. No one to give up. <laughs> we are two minutes away from the ten p.m. Central Time. Uh, which would mean that there is going to be one-minute windows going forward. You know who this guy is? Uh, Bert? Oh, yeah. He's like a podcaster now. Maybe a comedian, podcaster. I see him all over the place on random things on Instagram. Really? Yeah. It says the entertainers. I don't know who that is, but his autograph's $88, which is like 10 times more than... Yeah, uh, he reruns pretty popular podcasts. I don't know what the name is. I only ever see him on like Instagram real things, but mm-hmm. I know his face. Got it. Well, more popular than Windhorse, it looks like. <laughs> oh, yeah. What in the world is this? Is that it? I, I literally looking at this, I could not even tell you what this is. Just a jumbo card, I guess. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's in Japanese, so I can't read it, but hmm. it's gigantic. Yeah. Uh, Benny Montgomery, Ew. I wonder how he's doing this year. I haven't well? looked into Benny Montgomery at all. Wait, he was one of those guys that like had some fun with some autos back in the day and became very popular because of it. Um, yeah. obviously, was also drafted in the first round, which is also a popularity contest, but. 707 OPS in... Uh, oh, he's playing in Spokane right now. Might have to go see him. I should go, but it's also like absurdly expensive. Holy cow, I've never seen uh, Top's premier card of uh, Premier League card of Lukaku from this long ago with Everton. Uh, 99 it's at $82. It's wild. Yeah, I'm so pumped to rip my five cases of Bowman Inception. I was watching. I was so jealous. I'm like, just it's, so... it's a great time. I was going to say 160 autographs. I'm so ready. It's a great time. Dude, 160 autographs, 80 color cards, and then, you know, you have, so that's 240. So then you have um, 280 base cards, but you can go through those quick. Who cares? <sighs> 
Rage goes, SMH Celtics got melted, but how is that dude, Noam Gorman, doing, Nate, ever heard of him? Is he actually, like, an absolute beast right now? It's so well. Really? I hate to say it. Because, like, I don't know if you remember this. You do. But hype was so big on him for a while. And then, like, hype evaporated. Like, gone. And then he got called up and did, like, okay. But then, like... Uh, but what's funny is the rumor was the Cardinals offered Nolan Gorman and um, Matthew Liebertor. I believe yeah. that was the package for and somebody else for um, Sean Murphy. That was, that was the rumor. I think that was who it was. You're telling me and the, the A's, A's wanted Lars Newbar, Brendan Donovan and Gordon Graceffo. How? Um, what? I guess Gorman just didn't do that well last year. Yeah, I guess. Well, the A's are just a horribly run franchise. Um, and somehow, instead of that package, they ended up with... Uh, they ended up with... Estrella uh, Ruiz. Estrella Ruiz. <laughs> what? <laughs> ah, the A's are so bad. Uh, so- Dude, this guy's got 13 home runs and a two-war? He's got a 103-2 OPS. Good. What the heck? Unbelievable. That's crazy. Speaking of hard cards to grade, it's a seven. But, uh, dude, this card would be impossible to grade. Look at how many different die cuts there are in all these different jagged ways. Oh, stink. That's a sweet card, though. I love cards like that. Totally mid two thousands, early two thousands type stuff. I love it. <laughs> so so different. Tim Duncan, of course. Oh, there we go. Okay, so Andrew says the Cardinals gave a choice of two: Gorman, Carlson, Yepes, Burleson. Okay, so not not um, Brendan Donovan. Maybe yeah. they wanted Brendan Arden and then Lars Newport. Okay, can we just say like that that's better than a Sturry Ruiz no, no matter what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like I don't care if like that exact name was in there or not. As, as long as Gorman's there. Oh my gosh, they destroyed him 128 to 102. Tatum was six for eighteen. Humbly though. One of the best basketball players in the planet. Don't don't forget, self proclaimed after he uh, had one good quarter against a 76ers sorry team. Now let's 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 pump the brakes there. No, I don't. We don't all know that Jason Tatum is in fact one of the best basketball players in the entire planet. Yeah, compared to all seven billion people, he is. Yeah, he is in the NBA and too. Compared to most of the NBA, I get it, I get it. But come on, you go out and say that, and then you just ghost for the next three games. You can't yeah, say you that can't, stuff and ghost. You you either you either can't say that about yourself, or you can't say humbly. Yeah, exactly. It's like one. It's like one. Saying saying that makes it seem like you're cockily saying it. Yeah. Also, Jimmy Butler backs it up. Tatum hasn't backed it up. True. He had that one good fourth quarter to get past the Sixers in this in this year's playoffs. And yeah, I get I'm a Bucks fan, but uh just just happy, I guess, to see them losing. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a one sixty five thousand sixteen dollars. Man, you were addicted to those Mario cards. I am. Did I only have the two, I don't, what? Did you watch the movie? 
Uh, yeah, I loved it. Okay, question. Is it worth going to the theater or should I just watch it at home? Well, I was about to watch Because if I watch it at home, it's free because my brother already bought it on our Voodoo account. Yeah, so I was I was going to watch it with my parents because I saw they have it. I was going to watch it on the TV at home because I didn't. Like, it's it, for me, like, yeah, it was worth seeing in the theater, but like, I don't know if it's free, just watch it on the TV. Okay. I don't know how big of a Mario fan you are, like Nintendo fan. Yeah. Like you, you, you didn't play all the games like I did. Like, like you were we, had, all- we had, we had, we um, had an N sixty four and a Sega growing up. But my mom, once we got the PlayStation one, my mom decided we didn't need those and gave them to the girl down the street for free. <laughs> Not, <laughs> salty about it. Not salty about it. Not salty about it. Doesn't bring it up at a holiday still. Twenty some years later. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I just say just watch it at home then. Okay. And did Guardians of the Galaxy three come out? Is it did. Out? Yeah, I was gonna see that soon here at some point. Oh, I think. I All right, it. everyone. I just realized that we're getting down. To, oh my gosh, Nate, there's 18 results left. Oh, we're, we're talking about movies here the whole time. Everyone, uh, put your number ones in the chat too. We'll leave it open until uh, 10 10 p.m. Central Time for the uh, for the giveaway. 17 cards left. We got a lot of here. hockey left. I don't know yeah, pick something on the screen. I'm going to take this Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris PSA 6 day. There's like three oh, of them here. That's, that's a bad a choice. Great, that's a great idea. Um, uh, I'm going to take a, a different one. I'm going to take uh, – you took the PSA 6. I took them on the middle. They're all uh, we're never going to be able to figure that out. So I'm going to take the one on the right that looks different. Well, that one is a different number, but yeah, it looks the exact same. Uh, all right, you got the vertical one. I got the horizontal one. I'm probably going to take the fat L here because, you know, vertical always wins. But um, we'll see. We like it. I appreciate anyone who came uh, to, the, to tonight's – what? Tatum only put up 14 points. Yeah, dude, it's terrible. He's like 6 for 18 or something like that. Um, I appreciate that was the anyone... high score for the Celtics. Yeah, his, his booty. <laughs> now let me uh, give some thanks here before I forget. I just want to thank everyone that came to tonight's episode. Um, I know we're on number 70 now, and a lot of you people have been showing up since we started number one. So it means a lot to us for you to be doing that um, all this time. It means a lot. And you know we'll continue to do small giveaways here and there for you all. Just like this windy tonight, Brian Windhorse Auto is a giveaway tonight. But uh, thanks, everyone. And also um, thank you to Andy for giving his time to us tonight, even if he is having some glitches thanks to his son smacking some some massive homers and then will be the show. <laughs> okay. You got to do what you got to do. Shout out rage. Even if we disagree on teams and even if his teams, you know, eat babies and whatever else the Cardinals are, are accused of. <laughs> that was a pretty big accusation right there. I didn't come up with it. It's well known. It's well known. Uh, accusation. Amongst Cubs fans, Brewers fans, Pirates fans, Reds fans, you know. Yeah, gotcha. Also, Tigers fans. Jimbo hates the Cardinals. Really? Yeah, because they beat him in the World Series. Yeah, I was just going to say it must have been that. Not really sure what else that would have been. You know, Wendy, just a young kid from Akron, (laughs) made it big time on ESPN. It still blows my mind that um, Steph Curry is also from Akron. Yeah, you never hear it, but you never hear anything about. I it. didn't know that he is LeBron Akron, Steph Curry, nothing. Born in Akron, Ohio. That's insane. 
two of the greatest basketball players in the history of the world. Like that's it. That's just crazy. Same oh, city. we both took fat L's there. <laughs> I knew to not bet on Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris. That would be <laughs> I. I would need my dad here bidding on these cards for those cards to go on. <laughs> There's only four cards left. One of which is the Mario card. Oh, Mario this card. is a this this is a tough scene for you. Yeah, not picking it. I know. Yeah. They're born in the same hospital. All right. Uh, the giveaway is about to close, everyone. Yeah, he says, okay, this is just a little too weird. Now, I've never even heard that stuff. Ten ten Central Time is on the second horizon at this point. That's crazy. Same yeah. hospital. Is there only one hospital in Akron? How big is Akron even? I don't even know. Why don't you look it up? What are the odds? Oh, it's pretty big. 189,000. That's way more than I thought. Yeah. Ooh, Dan was born in a hospital as well. Shout out Dan. All right, I got the names for the Windy Auto. 32 lucky people will have a shot at this. The GOAT giveaway. Dan, are you also a all-time great NBA player? Probably. Just never revealed his full identity. Yeah. All right, there is four cards still remaining here. We're about to get on this giveaway here. Oh, actually, there's only three, two of which might end right now. And we will pop over to this giveaway probably after this window ends here. What's that? Nope. Yeah, what am I doing? I didn't pick a soccer or Mario Kart card, and now here I am. Oh, I guess that one got a bit. Well, here we go. All right, everyone, good luck. Three times on the randomizer. Like always, will I finally pick someone to win for the very first time? One, two. I'm going Jay. One of these times, Jay's going to win. All right, I am going... Um, okay, it's oh, it's always these random names uh, that I don't spot. <laughs> so pick the one that you don't see. Yeah. Um, just say a number. Just say a random number. Honestly, I'm going to go with my guy down on the farm. Okay. Feels like a down on the farm win today. All right. Knickknack. I was thinking about it. Jay moved up to number three and down on the farm. Uh, ugh. <laughs> You're not 31. <laughs> now you condemned him there, man. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Jack, congrats on your windy auto. There you go. Info at slabsocks.com. All yours, my man. All yours. Send us an email with your identity key. You hit your name in the top right. You go down and you click preferences. And then you send us the super long character key and you can get your wind horse auto. All right. Yeah. I think that's going to be it for tonight. Uh, two cards remaining. Uh, Z- uh, Zandine Zidane, PSA 10 from 98. Um, in fact, the year I was born in the 93 Super Mario Kart. One of these days I'll get that cool card. But either way, we appreciate everyone joining tonight. Uh, it means a lot as always. Andy, thanks so much for joining. Probably not watching anymore, but uh, probably sleeping at this point is Eastern Time Zone. Either way, great, great job from Andy tonight giving out some great advice. Jay says he's on the Mario Kart still going. Good luck to Jay. And we'll see everyone back here tomorrow night, Slab Sox Live, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, or next Sunday, 9.45 p.m. Eastern Time for another Slab Sox Sunday's episode. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you then. See you guys.